2: Kylie Jenner, as we know, is a gigantic billionaire. And she got that way uh, a number of different ways, but one of them is by sponsored content on Instagram. And I read an article that gave me a feel for exactly how much she makes for doing such things. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk One, streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's off today. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so the whole... The whole story starts with, I saw a headline in Radar Online, which I always take those with a grain of salt, but I was like, oh, I want to read about this. The headline was, Life's a Beach Cashed Up Kylie Buying Her Own Private Island. Ooh. 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 Okay, and the and the article itself reads hilariously, and I would like to get into some of the hilarity of it, but there was a piece that jumped off the page at me, and it was what her average payment is for her sponsored content on her Instagram.
1: Because we called Kylie Jenner, did we call it? No, she was a double D-bag earlier this uh, week, yeah. because Kylie jo- Jenner, excuse me, was doing SponCon, sponsored content on her social media for yep. some crap tea. Yes,
2: literally. Yeah. Crap tea. Uh-huh. It was a CBD tea that is like unregulated, blah blah blah. But this is how she makes her money, and it seems as though she's not super discerning. And this I have a hard time with as somebody who, I mean, listen, I'm not calling myself Kylie Jenner, but I am saying this: that in our business, we will take on clients and we will put our name and our face on what they do. Yep. And I, for me, it's always really important to lead with my own integrity in that. And when you look at people like Kylie Jenner, it does, and all the Kardashians actually, they will slap their name on any old thing that shows up and asks them to.
1: Well, and that's interesting because they've been doing that since the Kardashians existed as an entity. And you would think as they evolved. They would get a little more
2: discerning discerning about what they want to put their names on. Right. But they don't. And honestly, then I would look at it and say, Well, that's probably how they got all that money. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? I'm not willing to sell my soul in that way to do that. So there are two different types of people in the world, right? In any case, uh the, but the article again is about how she wants to buy her own private island and just I just want to read like little parts from it because it's just delightful. Please. She knows is what the source said. She knows that people like Jay-Z and Beyonce already have their private islands. So naturally, Kylie wants to buy one of her own. Okay. She already has her own million-dollar private jet to fly her there. And she wants to keep up with other celebrities. Mm. I know. It's so funny. Keeping up with the Carters. Exactly. Well, okay. But here's what jumped off the page at me. Um it, it says in this article about her wanting to buy her own private island, the youngest Kardashian Jenner kid earns a stunning $1.226 million for every sponsored Instagram message she posts. Oh. So again, just to break that down for you do you have to yes because i want people to know that that's not for a campaign that's not for like a package where they're like we'll give you three instagram posts and one tweet and you know i don't know a mention in an episode of keeping up with the kardashians that is for but one post on her instagram 1.226 million dollars okay that's crazy
1: yeah, I'm over here. We're feeling doing it wrong. Really sad. No, but are we? Because you said just you know, it. That's, that's the kind true. of money that when you do that per Instagram post. Like, you know, there's
2: a Faustian agreement. Yes. That's happening between you and the poop tea. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, no, here's what's... But then, okay, so then to take it a step further, I saw then another article in Harper's Bazaar, which reminded me of something um, having to do with that amount that she gets paid per Instagram post. So she gets paid that amount probably based on not the engagement of her users on Instagram, not how many people she influences specifically per post but rather just simply how many instagram followers she has Mm -hmm. and who she is i mean there's probably like a little there's like a some sort of actuarial equation about how many followers she has and how big her celebrity is right math math hashtag math i was told there would be no math today it's friday in any case she has a lot of of instagram followers and I saw this article in Harper's Bazaar about celebrities who have fake Instagram followers. And it reminded me that, you know, Bradley and I had looked into this a while ago. A lot of times the the celebrities that you see who have these like obnoxiously huge followings have purchased their Twitter followers or their Instagram followers. Oh, yeah. And so they're able to charge top dollar for those posts because they have so many followers, but many of them are bots or are totally inauthentic. They are not actual people who have sought, they are purchased by the celebrity so that they can jack up those prices for their social media posts. And then I get mad because I think, well, those aren't even people, but they're charging all that money and they're not even posting to actual people. Mm. So Harper's Bazaar wrote an article featuring the uh, top top, 10 list of showbiz celebrities with the most overall fake followers. Do, 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 do. Yes, it's like a game show. This now, is on Instagram. This is specifically on Instagram. Okay. Um and oddly, not oddly, but um my, uh, Kylie Jenner isn't even on this list. Interesting. She's okay. not. Uh two of her sisters are. Uh, So here is the top 10 list. I'm going to go from 10 down to one because the number one is going to like change your entire life. Yes, I'm ready. So this is the top 10 celebrities with fake with the the top 10 celebrities with the most amount of fake followers on their social media. Great. Number 10 is Priyanka Chopra. Surprise, surprise, surprise. surprise. Not Not. right. 43% of her Instagram followers are fake dang how that, that does not necessarily mean that they are purchased it just means that that is the majority Uh, uh that is the uh, num- amount of her followers that are not actual human people that have actively sought out her account well
1: that's a lot because she has 43.7 million followers on Instagram
2: so Almost, almost t- nearly half of those are bots are either purchased or are just not real Okay, okay. Number nine, Khloe Kardashian with 43%. Khloe. Number eight, Katy Perry with 44%. Not surprising. Number seven, Miley Cyrus with 45%. Not shocked. Now, number six is, I'm going to need your help with this. This is a Bollywood celebrity that Uh I don't know. One moment, please. You'll you'll remember, Deepika Padukone uh, is a a Bollywood celebrity with 45% Uh of their Instagram followers are not authentic. Ariana Grande, 46%. Taylor Swift, 46%. Kourtney Kardashian, 46%. BTS, the boy band, 47%. And are you ready for the number one person, the number one celebrity who has the most, the largest percentage of fake followers on Instagram? Ellen DeGeneres. Are you kidding me? That just breaks my heart. I know, Nikki. Thank you. That doesn't shock me at all. See, that's That's what's interesting (laughs) is that I, you know, there she is all about how the word spread. I mean, she's all about viral stuff, right? And the way you go viral is by having a lot of followers who then do the work of getting the message out there, right? Right. So 49% of her followers are bots. She has
1: 75.9 million followers on Instagram. Well, that's the Ellen Show's official Instagram account. And I assume, because I don't think she has a personal Instagram.
2: Yeah. I assume that's her. Isn't that crazy though? Bradley and I went into this like, uh, this spiral one day of like looking at how many people have purchased followers on oh, yeah. social media. Well, you
1: can play the game at home, and here's yeah. how you do that, at least on Twitter. Go and click on your favorite celebrity's Twitter account yeah. if they have a lot, a lot of followers. Then just click on it and see who's following. Yeah. And then you just drag down and you'll find a lot of eggs. Yep. A lot of blank faces. Yep. A lot of no names that don't really
2: make any sense. Make any sense. Yep.
1: So if you dig a little deeper you will find that this happens all the time. Yeah,
2: it really does. It is. It has come quite. It has become quite commonplace. Yeah. Um, but it's big business. It Kylie's is.
1: making over a million dollars. That's proposed. why
2: when you see what you get for having so many followers, that's why people are doing that. And you, I mean, it turns into like a good investment. Exactly. Ooh. Okay, that's fun. I know we're doing it wrong. When yeah. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to try to right this ship. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes is here from Paul's trip to the movies. He's going to tell us what's in theaters this weekend on My Talk 1071 from Paul's trip to the movies has joined us in studio on the Colleen and Bradley show My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071com everything entertainment I'm Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainers off today Holly and I are here mm-hmm. welcome Paul McGuire Grimes it's great to be back we're so happy to have you here and I'm especially excited because one of the movies that's in theaters this weekend is a uh, adaptation of a
0: book that I loved everyone seems to love this book yes And we want to know if we're going to love the movie. Where Do You Go, Bernadette, stars Cate Blanchett. I have not read the book, so like I can't compare the two. But she plays a woman, an architect. Obviously, she's a woman. She's an architect that's world-renowned, but she's going through some mental health and anxiety issues. Her husband and her daughter try to stage this intervention, and she basically escapes and goes to Antarctica. Yep.
2: Okay. Now, (laughs) I got to say, I just have to tell you something that's really funny about what you just did. This is why I'm nervous about the movie, because in the book, you don't really know all of that. Oh, So it's very much like as you're reading it, you're like, what happened? What happened? What happened? And then you don't really discover what's going on Mm. until the bitter end. Fascinating. And I thought, that's going to be hard to make
0: into a movie. Mm -hmm. So I, I think there is this kind of slower reveal to it. You know that she's this architect that had this past, and then as the movie progresses, and you see that her issues are kind of getting worse, you learn what her career was like, the places that she was at, what happening now, and I and I love how it doesn't tr- treat it with any sort of judgment. It just presents it, and it gives weight to what the Billy Crudup, her husband's character, is going through, as well as her daughter, because those are two very different viewpoints of what the mom yeah. can, is going through right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And Kate Blanchett, phenomenal. I mean, come on, at at bringing this kind of everything's fine. And what is happening to her. Right. And these, like, Kristen Wigg plays this kind of zany neighbor that's not too happy with her. And I feel like the trailer does the movie a bit of a disservice. The trailer really, and calls it this comedy, so you're thinking it's this broad comedy. Mm-hmm. But I never really once thought that this movie was overly funny. Mm-hmm. I think it's really touching on the mental health issues that I yep. think a lot of society is too afraid to talk about. And kind of what causes that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I would say, like, in the reading of the book, it felt quirky. There's some of that, but for sure. not like hilariously laugh out loud funny. Yeah, so that would be interesting to me if it, if they did try to really market it as a hilarious guffaw comedy. Right. And
0: I think that they're wondering how do I market this, and I think they're trying to rely on the Kristen Wiig character to mm-hmm. be funny. This idea of her going to Antarctica or just the nuttiness of what her characters like in a way. Yeah. But I didn't think it was funny. So how many, how many tickets? I'm giving stuff? it four out of five. Richard Linklater wrote, co-wrote and directed it. He did Boyhood, which I love, yep. and the Before trilogy. I think he is better with his own material, per se. But I love the kind of just slow take on this. And I thought it was really well done. It's getting poor reviews, but I liked it. Chris Hewitt really liked it. So if you like the two of us.
2: Yeah, there <laughs> you <know>. yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also wonder if there's a different perspective having not read the book. if, if When it stands alone as a movie... Yeah, might be a little bit. Different. I will say that
0: I thought the movie is somewhat incomplete. I'm very curious to kind of read the book now. I'm yeah, like, I'm not done with these characters yet. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to in- invest in them. Yeah,
1: so that's out in theaters today. Yes. Well, something that's been out in theaters, Paul McGuire Grimes, last week it came out. You were not here with us to review The Kitchen. Yes. Now, unfortunately for all those involved, The Kitchen. Kind of bombed its first weekend.
0: There's a reason why it bombed. Oh. It's Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish in a mobster movie. Say what? Yeah. They play mob wives, 1978 Hell's Kitchen of New York City, who's, they're joined by Elizabeth Moss. Their husbands are jailed and they are struggling now to bring income into their house. So they decide to quote unquote take care of and protect the neighborhood for income and cash.
2: Okay. So first of all, that just sounds, it actually does kind of sound like a clever. Premise. sounds like mm-hmm. a great premise.
0: I understand why all of them would take on this material. Uh Andrea Berloff wrote and directed it, so we've got a female filmmaker, which is always great. But I feel like her script is just lacking any sort of specificity, any sort of urgency. Yeah. She doesn't know how to use these three women to their strengths. We know that Melissa can do drama. We know Elizabeth Moss can do drama. We've never really seen Tiffany Haddish, per se, do drama. But... There's nothing about these three characters that make them stand out apart from each other. Right. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to make Melissa stand out from Tiffany and utilize what they can do. And I thought, and I was kind of just bored by it. Yeah. Like, why am I watching this movie? Why did they essentially make this? What are the stakes? And I've seen plenty of mobster movies. I kind of know the beats that this is going to take and then how it all resolves. I'm like, yep. Saw that coming. Yeah, like, exactly like I thought. Yep, there's funeral scene after funeral scene nah. as they're trying, you know, like they're in way over their head, of course. Yeah, and they're
1: standing out in the graveyard with the black umbrellas yep. and looking over the. Qu- and the,
0: mm-hmm. the, the casket, men of yep. the neighborhood who are running the neighborhood are not happy now that women are in control sure, of, of, of the neighborhood. So, what mm. does that mean for them?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Now, how many ticket stubs for I'm the giving kitchen? It two out of
0: five. I was like I I was it's and it's based on this DC Vertigo comic. So it's coming with what I thought would be this cool visual style to yeah. it and you see that in the trailers, you see it in the credits all missing from the movie. What
2: a bummer. I mean, and and what a bummer in so many ways because yes. again, with a with such a great cast, you want it to be and with a with a nice concept like yeah. it had, you really There's want so much- it yeah, and then
0: and then it's always a bummer when it bombs. And Melissa McCarthy has had so many bombs. It's yeah. like this really could have been another hit for her.
2: Uh, uh, Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies. Check out the website. Check out the YouTube channel. Thank you for joining Thanks us. For having Are me. you Thank on Twin Cities Live? Yes, 10?
0: 340. and I'll talk about a new home release movie. That is the biggest movie of the year.
2: Awesome. Alright, you'll want to see him uh, do that. Uh, and we'll be back after this with some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. We've got some dumb people doing dumb things on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers off today. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yeah. And we've got, uh, before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things, we do have a little bit of a generous feeling. That's what that is, right? Yeah. Okay, we want to give something away. What are we giving away? i got a generous feeling
1: for a pair of tickets to see Teresa Caputa live at the Mystic Show. Room on Sunday, November 10th at 8 p.m. That specific show. So you can see the woman known as the Long Island Medium live on stage at the Mystic Showroom. Why don't you go on over and be the uh, caller number four? Caller number four, 651 641 1071 is going to win a pair of tickets to Teresa Computer Live. Be sure. That you have not won anything at my talk in the past thirty days. Okay, that you can go. Okay,
2: okay. Uh, congratulations to caller number four. And now, with no further ado, it is time for the crazy, stupid idiots.
0: Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah.
2: Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
0: It stands for crazy, stupid idiots.
2: Yes, indeed, crazy, stupid idiots. They're everywhere. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully, as you are looking in the looking glass, there's not one looking right back at you. Oftentimes, we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. Florida. <laughs> where are we going first? Florida,
1: Yay. the state that's shaped like a swan, giant swan. Swans. We're going to Vero Beach, Florida. All right. Where we got to talk about a guy named Jeffrey Mansfield. He was out on an early morning jog in Vero Beach, Florida. That it was a
2: beautiful morning.
1: A beautiful morning. Mm -hmm. Remember when Al Roker did uh, commercials for the Days Inn, they used to sing that song? Yes! I digress.
2: (laughs) That was random, but yes!
1: It was 5.30 in the morning and Jeffrey was getting that workout in. Maybe he was trying for a personal best time doing this. You know, maybe he was doing a little sprinting. Maybe yeah. he was doing a little bit of what they call the HIIT, mm-hmm. the high interval. Don't know what the second I stands perhaps for. Training. A high
2: intensity interval training. Thank you. Or perhaps you know, with running, there's a lovely way of training called a fartlek. I'm dead serious. Did you not know that? It's true. Okay, look well,
1: I mean, maybe he was doing that. He might have been. We, well, what I do know about <laughs> Jeffrey is, did you say fart lick? It's fart lick. Okay. Uh,
2: F-A-R-T-L-E-K, look it up, it's real.
1: Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, Sweet-ish. I think that Jeffrey was <laughs> training for his personal best time, probably because he, you know, he didn't want anything dragging him down.
2: Oh, he okay. didn't want
1: anything between himself and his personal best time. Okay, because Jeffrey was totally naked. <gasps> he uh, was he was naked. Just as out Jay- there. just out there. In now his I birthday I, I, suit. I can't confirm if Jeffrey was wearing any shoes, but he was definitely free balling it. Oh wow! Cause I'm free free <laughs> balling ballin'. uh, Jeffrey free balling it down in Vero Beach, Florida on What's? a jog at five thirty in the morning.
2: Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Was it a recreational jog or was somebody chasing him? Uh, Because I feel like the story changes, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. No, this was totally recreational. He was out with all the other joggers. We know this because he upset one of those joggers. And she went to a gas station and she just happened to find a Martin County Sheriff officer hanging out.
2: Then, then that, she said, Look for the naked guy running. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Look for the naked guy running.
2: Here's my question Did he, what did they say to him and what did he say back when they er, no doubt arrested him?
1: Uh, well, I don't even think they arrested him. Oh, really? No, because he was just issued a notice to appear in court on an exposure of sexual organs. Uh, did
2: they ask him to put clothes on for that court appearance? Maybe. Okay.
1: Interesting fact, though, about where uh, Jeffrey was caught. Uh, two things. Now, according to the sheriff, Jeffrey appeared to be on something. Oh, not sure what it was. OK, there was a substance may or may not have been involved in okay. this. I, but that may not be the case because apparently near the gas station, there is a nudist colony <laughs> called Sunnier Palms. Oh, gosh. That describes itself as a secure, close, free, cooperative community. Oh, my gosh. So he could have
2: been running there.
1: Yeah, or he could have gotten off the path, and he didn't realize that he got out of the gates of Sunny Palms, and then he took a wrong right, and then he was running, and he was just trying to get back to his place, and then this lady saw him. Oh, my gosh. it could just be a little mix-up. Like a
2: wrong turn. Something tells me it's probably meth. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Uh, For our next story, we're going to Washington State. Um, So you know we've recently had a law enacted in the state of Minnesota that you cannot text and drive hands-free hands-free entirely. You can't hold your phone in your hand whilst your vehicle is moving. Right. That would prevent uh, what I'm about to tell you about from happening. I believe Washington state. I don't know if they have the same law. However, it is definitely frowned upon to be using your mobile phone while you're driving. It's just a good idea not to use it. You can wait. You can wait. But uh, this guy wasn't just using one. He was using eight. Nice. How does it even happen? He was using eight phones. And by the way, he was not actually driving the car when he was caught. He was pulled over to the shoulder uh, of the roadway where he was. Mm -hmm. But the reason why they still pulled him over, so to speak, he was already pulled over. But the reason why they uh, ticketed him was because he had been pulled over for too long and when oh, they so he approached, was creeping
1: on the side of the road, and they're yeah. like, mm, "We're just going to need have to take a look at your yeah, vehicle." Yeah, like you sir. can't
2: stay there for so long. We got to check on you. Well, when they checked on him, they did see that indeed he had eight phones that he was utilizing all at once, playing Pokemon Go. Okay, he was. How do you, I don't even uh, that. Like, I can't even play Pokemon Go on one phone. He wanted to be the very best, He wa- then he got arrested. He tried to catch
1: them all. I was thinking it was set up like an old mod moped where no. he had a, a like a stick no. with eight different phones on them so he could go around or uh, do something. I don't
2: know. No, he literally had like, it looks like almost like a foam thing. Like almost like a, a pool noodle right, that he'd look. opened up Aww. and he wedged eight phones. So he had like a system to this. Bless his heart. That's really thoughtful. Pokemon on eight different phones while he was pulled over on the shoulder of the road. Um, that particular uh, shoulder is really only for road emergencies. So it was dangerous for him it to be there. It was dangerous for him to be there. He thought he was doing nothing wrong because he was not driving while he was operating all of the eight phones. Just wanted to catch a squirtle. I mean, that's all he wanted to do. Did he get arrested? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Or I thought you were going to ask me if he caught a Pokemon. <laughs> I don't care if this man caught a Pokemon or if he, like, you know, is a trainer or like took over the gym or I don't even know what the words are. My kids play, but I'm I like,
1: deleted Pokemon Go because I thought they were spying on me. Well, they probably are. Everybody is. <sighs>
2: get used to it in any case no uh the the police officer just told him to get all of those eight phones in the back seat of the car and drive and don't pay attention to it and also don't do it again he's using it as a teaching moment don't sit on the shoulder with eight phones and play pokemon go it's dangerous this is the world we live in i don't welcome to, <laughs> welcome to you guys. 2019 this is what we're doing Uh, where we go next halls columbus
1: ohio oh hi hi oh oh yeah well i think that's what rodney edward king jr is probably thinking about now because oh by the way rodney edward king jr he was a busy bee
2: Well, look at you, busy bee. Rodney
1: Edward King Jr. was a busy bee because he decided to do the following. Robbed five random homes, attempted to enter a cab. He also threw a rock at a vehicle. Wow, he was busy. Then after that, Rodney got on a bus, pulled out a screwdriver and swung it at the driver, hitting him in the foot. Okay. Busy, busy Rodney King Jr. But here's the thing that, like, that's all, like, dumb and criminal. Yeah. But the reason I say he must have been so busy is because Rodney Edward King Jr. did all of these things within a span of 21 minutes. Oh,
2: that is, that's impressive.
1: And within a span of one block. So he robbed five houses, attempted to enter a cab, threw a rock at a vehicle, got on a bus, pulled out a screwdriver, swung it at the driver, hitting the driver in the foot... In 21 minutes.
2: I mean, was he trying to set a record or something? I mean, could be. Jeez. Busy modern guy on the go. Yeah, he should teach a class on efficient (laughs) crime doing. Maybe he was trying to get his high-intensity interval training of being a
1: criminal in there. Now, he has been charged with 10 felonies, 2
2: misdemeanors. That's seriously Did did somebody call Guinness? Like, that... You know, 10 felonies in 21 minutes...
1: Good on you. I I mean I Except don't want to celebrate because you were that. A criminal I don't want to and you that, threw
2: a screwdriver
1: at a bus driver's foot. Not cool. Not cool.
2: But that is. Uh, but I color me impressed right now with his primary. Mm-hmm. That's oh. a lot. That's okay. Well, I mean, you know, if you're gonna do it,
1: this is like a go big or go home. I was experience. just gonna say that. Go and big or go home.
2: He's he sure he went did back. big. And he got a new home. <laughs> it's called The Clink. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show at 2.45 every day, we play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. And Bradley's not here. So we're bringing in Donnie. Oh. And now I'm nervous because you never know what's going to happen when Donnie's in the seat. We'll find out after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one oh seven one.